When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. You're ready. Happy for our seniors and our players. Uh, They've overcome a lot. Uh, Tough situation to keep fighting and doing the things they had to do. Very proud of them. Very proud for our fans. And, and we got to have a great game here. And very proud for these seniors to go out their last game ever in Kyle Field in a big win and a big situation. So, guys did a really nice job in all three phases. I thought uh, special teams, we did a good job. We kicked the ball well, uh, returned it well. Kodak did the things we had to do. Uh, defensively, I thought we did a nice job. They, they got some yards and got some things going early, but we bent and kept them to a couple field goals. Got that big critical turnover in the second half. It got touchdowns. Uh, offensively, we controlled the line of scrimmage and were really efficient on the night. Stayed out of negative plays, stayed ahead of the chains. Uh, the chain was awesome. I mean, just absolutely awesome. Mari ran the ball well when he got in there. Uh, 22, we'd put him in there too, but the chain was so hot. Uh, thought our receivers, uh, Moose, was uh, made two big catches. Made one of them with one arm because they were holding the other. And... Uh, and did that, but uh, you know he made some nice plays in the game, really big plays too. That got us down for that third score and got us up. Connor, I thought, made the throws, managed the game, understood what we went, went checks, made really smart plays on the night, and, and had great couple big scrambles that really helped us. And garbed our offensive line, I thought, and our tight ends did a really nice job in the game. Our fullbacks blocking and we executed. And that's the match. What happens when you execute? You move the ball up and down the field. In defense, we got critical stops and played a really good football game. It's a really good team. Start with the left third row, Mark. Then to the right, Brent. Jimbo, I'm going to ask a question the whole country's asking. Where's that been all year? Well, that's what I was saying. It's young guys and growing and developing. And it's, it's there. It's what I said. It's going to be there. There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. How, it's how we got to do it and how we got to get the maturity out of them and what happens and, and execute what we got. And our kids just relaxed and played, and they, they grew up, and they, and they matured. And there's a lot of like say, injuries and young guys all year. It's not an excuse, but that's the facts of life. And you, you see it, they could do it in streaks, couldn't do it at whole times. So then that, this game, we finally put it together for 60 minutes and played a really good game. It's third, that simple, period. Third, third row on right, Brent, and then what, to the left. What does Owen. that say about A-Chain, the fact that he returned from the injury when maybe he could have just said he, he was not going to finish it I out? I told you he wasn't. 
Right. You didn't believe me. <laughs> you guys, you guys sitting here wouldn't believe us that these guys, you, you guys trying to make the players say they were going to quit and do everything else, they wouldn't do it. And I said they weren't. You questioned everything they did on that. All you all did. And uh, that team was very tight together. And it says the character and who he is and what he is. What does, that say, what does that say about him to come out What I just said, that? it says a lot. He's a tremendous human being and a tremendous player and a tremendous leader and a tremendous competitor. He has nothing but heart and toughness about him in everything he does. To the left, Olin. Jimbo, did y'all approach this uh, as, hey, this is settled, like this is our bowl game, and did no. it feel like a bowl game? No. Okay, and secondly, um, y'all came out of the uh, uh, start of the second half uh, and uh, – Mis-executed two plays. I wanted to ask uh, what was different. That was kind of like the situation with Florida. What was different We just mis-executed play that was there, and we just threw, threw it, got to get our head around and threw a ball behind and uh, didn't, get, and didn't stay on a read on third down. It was that simple. The plays were there. Down front, Travis, and then to the left, Alex. Two SEC wins this year, and Damani Richardson had made a key play in both of them. What is it about him that he finds himself in those those positions? Damani's you know, Lon, played a lot of ball. He's a very veteran player. He's been around a long time. He knows how to win. He's a great leader. and He's going to play no matter what, and, and he's, he's going to hopefully have a next, nice career at the next level. And how important was it for each one of the guys to have Connor, Devon, and Evan all out there at the same time. I think it's only the second time this year that all three have been on the field. At yeah, same not time. very, not very often. Like I say, the injuries and the things, and then get Moose in there playing, and Noah Thomas and the tight ends, and then our line. It was good. I mean, like I say, we still haven't had our full team, but that's say that's ball. Sometimes you have those years. You got to learn to overcome it. That's why you got to build depth and keep executing. Second row on the left, Alex. I got a couple on Devon. Uh, just when when push came to shove, you guys went with the run game. What were you seeing from LSU's defense that want, you wanted to keep well, running the ball? Listen, they have great loose down players. They're great pass rush guys. They're great guys that can rush and things. And you don't want to get in situations to let them do that. And uh, we had to, we had we thought schemes in which we had, and we could get hats on hats. And our guys did a great job of blocking them. And just as Devon maybe looms his future, what has he just meant to this offense the last few years? Well, he's a very versatile guy. That's 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 his greatness. It's not it's his speed, but it's his natural instincts to play the game and his versatility to block, to run, to catch, to catch it down the field, to return. I mean, he can do everything on a football field, and he's a tremendous and very humble human being. Amazingly humble. Front right, Cole. Jimbo, for Connor to have the night that he had against this defense, how does that help him better himself going into the offseason? Well, you learn how to win. You learn how to win. You learn how to manage a game. Sometimes manage a game throwing for 400 yards. Sometimes it's throwing for 150 and being highly efficient and throwing touchdowns and being great on third down and doing the things you got to do. And there's numbers don't dictate wins. Situations dictate wins and knowing how to play and how to win and how to grow, grow as a quarterback. And he's doing it. He's a very intelligent young man. And then when you look at Moose Muhammad's growth and maturity, where has he really stood out, especially over the last couple of weeks? Well, I think he has tremendous, Moose has tremendous ball skills. He's a strong-bodied, sure hand, very sure-handed guy, makes contested catches, and uses his body very well, can stick his foot in the ground, can separate. And he has a, he has a tremendous future ahead of him. I mean, a tremendous future ahead of him. And then are you going to have cornflakes later? Huh? You're going to have cornflakes later? No. Fourth row that, on the left. About, yeah, Coach, uh, just wondering. You used to him as a kid. Don't eat him no more. Yeah, Coach, just wondering from a momentum standpoint, how big is it to have a win like this heading into the offseason? I think it's good for your confidence and what goes on, and it shows you what you're capable of. But, you know, it also shows you you could be, you know, those are things you got to grow to, and, and that's part of growing up to getting to winning and learning how to do that. And our kids had to fight through that and learning. They played in stretches during the year, but learn, and you got to learn it's not just your ability, but your mental toughness to compete in games, and that's what I think they continually grew and grew on. On the right aisle, Justin. Jimbo, it's 17-17. They get the ball back, seem to have all the momentum. Then you force the fumble, but mm -hmm. then your offense builds off of the turnover and goes and scores. 
You haven't been able to do that a lot this year, so what's it say about the team's growth? Well, that's what I said. We played, finally played off each other. Like, like you know, even when we used to punt the ball back, we'd move it to midfield, punt them in, and I'd attend. We weren't getting stops all year. We were getting the back ball back down here and getting balls out. We played to each other. With the defense, the first half, we scored three straight drives. We come out, we go three and out, we miss execute two plays and get it, and then we miss an, another play on a miss a block on the second series and get it again. Then they get to turn over, and then we go right back to pounding and, and getting their confidence. And it was just a matter of executing, back to relaxing and executing plays. And it's that simple. I mean, there's no magical formula. It's continuing to not get bored and do your job each and every play and not look too much into something. For you as a play caller, when you go tempo, I guess there's probably less pre-snap motion, but what's your philosophy on pre-snap motion? What does that help no, Wigman do? You can, you can motion in pre-snap. It just, listen, tempo – we're so caught up in tempo. Name me a tempo team that's won a national championship. Call one. There ain't one. There ain't one in the last 15 years. So y'all ain't caught up in tempo. tempo. Tempo ain't won a national championship. All right? So teams that line up and play good football. You can run tempo, and you can have parts of it, and you can use tempo off and on, but pure tempo teams haven't won one. So we can say that all we want. Okay? You can run tempo. You cannot run tempo. It depends on what your game plan is. You have to – not dude for your team to win that game. Sometimes it's tempo, sometimes it's not tempo. To the left, Sam. Hey, Jimbo, a couple things. One, how do you reconcile the promise that you see with how many young guys are out there making plays on the field tonight with the missed opportunities that you've had throughout this season? It's ball. That's called – When you, you got kids? Yes, two. You understand how old? Seven and two. All right. <laughs> when they're 12 and 13, see if they're doing what they're doing when they're seven and two. <laughs> That's what that's what it gets down to, and and, and you got to help coach them, and you got to lead them, you got to and you got to show them, and they got to learn how to get over that hump. And that's disappointing. That's as coaches. That's our job, no matter what it is, no matter what that circumstance is. If we had some older guys stayed healthy, maybe it changes, but we didn't. And that's our fight. That's as coaches. That's the situation you're in. That's as a coach, you have to do that. And it's about learning how to win, learning how to stay mature, learning how to focus for the whole time, and learning that there's not a secret to this. There's nothing fabulous about this. Just go do your job. Run your route, make your block, fit your run, do your things you got to do, and play. There's no magical formula. But mature, there's no substitute for maturity and age and development. And you got to grow through that. And it just shows them. And, they, and listen, they haven't – and we showed them on film all year, those things. Yes, sir, and they bought right in it. And we haven't – listen, I, I don't, they don't do it on purpose. I know that. We go back and coach the heck out of them on that, on that week. They, and uh, the whole year, they have practiced hard, done hard. We ain't played well in that movie coaching. We got to do a better job coaching them in that. But at the same time, now they can start to see where that comes from, and that's part of growth. And hopefully we can build on that in the future. We'll see. We'll find out. And what does what your next few days look like in terms of kind of what's, what's on your plate in terms of Yeah, we'll of get our team together and give them a criteria for what we're doing in December, the lifting, the classes, all that type of stuff, and, and we'll get the recruiting trail going. Go back behind the lights to Daryl on the left and then Ben on the right. Coach, I have two questions for you. First, in the first half, I think three possessions, 17 points. That's, three, where, you, that's where you wanted it all year long. I mean, taking advantage of the ball. Possess- I take more possessions. <laughs> but making the mo- pretty much making the most of the possessions that you had in the first half. That's what you want all the time, yes. My second question to you is on uh, Devon, the fact that I think he needed 113 to get to 1,000, and he surpassed that and then some. Just, I didn't even know that. <laughs> just on him becoming a 1,000-yard rusher. It's, I mean, that's a, that's a criteria and a mark, but, I mean, you know, he could be a 2,000-yard rusher. He's capable of doing that, too. I mean, he, he's, he's a capable guy, catches. And I, I love – I mean, he's one of my favorite guys to coach because he gets he gets ball. He's a natural player, but he's so smart, so in, instinctive. And you can tell him something one time, and he just naturally does it. Back behind the lights to the right, Ben. 
Coach, just a couple questions about the O-line. Uh, any particular aspect of their run blocking you thought uh, pleased you the most? Just push, angles, anything particular stood out? Zone, we ran zone gap schemes. They were blocking down the gaps, and they were hitting the zones, and we weren't getting penetration, and we were getting hats to hats and getting it declared. And our tight ends, too. Our tight ends and fullbacks did a really nice job in that, too. But and then, they, all, they all did a really nice job. Given how well y'all were able to run the ball, how, how much do you think that affected uh, you know, their ability or your ability, I should say, to limit their pass rush and not have some of well, those Well, that, that's huge. That's, that's the whole thing. You can't get in long downs. They're a great loose-down team in that regard. And not that they didn't play the run well, but, you know, you got in loose downs, man, they were, hard to, they were hard to handle. They had a lot of guys who could rush and play, and you had to make them take on lot that they couldn't. I'm not saying that at all, but you were better off trying to do that, and we were able to run it, and then we keep in, in working the clock in the right down and distance situations. All right, Coach, thanks for your time. We'll get Thank the players. You. All right, Devon, I got two questions. First, um, how do you feel after 38 carries and 220 yards? Um, I feel very action. You know, um, when I was talking to Coach Fisher, he was capable of asking me, like, I'm okay. You know, I was good, you know. Like I said, his last game, so might as well put everything on the line. How important was it to you to come back and play in this last game? Um, it's very important, you know, just one important to me, you know, just important, you know, just for the seniors, you know, not just for myself, you know, just basically like my team, my teammates and stuff. But, um, you know, me coming back, you know, just basically wanted to give my seniors, you know, a great last game, you know, at Kyle Field. So um, that's what I – that was just my whole, like, little motivation to try to come back. We'll stay on the left side and go to Alex Miller, second row. Got a couple for you, Devon. At what point in the week did you know that you were good to go this week? Um, I'll say, like, um, my first practice this week was, like, Wednesday. So um, I did like a little running, you know, a little cutting, just basically see where I was at. You know, it was, you know, it was obviously going to still hurt, but, you know, I, it's just pain that I can play through. And was it your foot that was bothering you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, <clears throat> what, did that, what did that last touchdown mean to you? I mean, you don't really show a lot of emotion, but it looked like you kind of turned and gave him a little, like, it, it's over kind of deal. Um, you know, just, just, just the excitement, man. You know, just, you know, just – you know, just playing in front of the 12 man, you know, just being in that in that atmosphere, you know, just out there, you know, just having fun. You know, that's basically just what that was. Well, and, and then, you know, as, as you kind of mull about your future, what's going to go into that decision of, you know, what's next for you, whether it's to stay or potentially go? Um, you know, it's going to be a very hard decision. Like I said, you know, I love 12 man, you know, um, so it's just something that I just have to go discuss, you know, with Coach Fisher and you know, my, my parents. We'll go back behind the lights on the right side, Devon. Devon kind of going off of that uh, – if this was your last game at Kyle Field, what do you, what do you think, you know, with hindsight, it will mean to you to have gone off with this kind of performance? Um, no, I, I think, you know, I had a great performance. You know, um, you know, I also want to congratulate, you know, my O-line, you know, everybody who was on, that, all 11 guys who was on, on the field. You know, just like I said, it's not me out there. It's a whole team. And, you know, also congratulate defense because it's always a good thing when the defense can also put up points. So we all played a big part in this win today. We'll stay back behind the lights on the right side. Devon, at what point in the night did you realize LSU wasn't going to have much success stopping you on the ground? Um, you know, like I said, we went to halftime. You know, we came back out. You know, they our first first little drive after the halftime. You know, we ain't, we had three and out. You know, but um, we we didn't lose focus. We knew that we could run the ball, so you know, we just kept going with the run. And you know, basically like the passes. You know, they came open eventually. Like I said, Evan and Moose made great catches. You know, they just us as a team. You know, just connecting. We'll stay behind the lights and go to the left side to Daryl. Devon, I have two questions for you. First, just on becoming a thousand-yard rusher, I think you needed a hundred and something to get to that, and you surpassed that, and then some. Uh, yeah, I needed hundred and thirteen yards, and um, so when I hit one hundred thirteen, you know, my coach, 
I ran back coach, um, coach Tiro. You know, he just kept pushing me. You know, just just telling me, you know, um, okay, let's see if you could get more or like this. You know, just just basically just giving me more goals. You know, I'm just out there. You know, just playing, having fun. And then, can you talk about the catches that Moose made? And then maybe work in the fact that you know Connor played a very intelligent, smart, didn't give the ball up kind of ball game for you guys tonight. Um, like I said, Moose made a great catch. You know, if y'all would see Moose at practice, like he always making one hand catches, so it wasn't. It wasn't like a surprise, but it's something like I knew he could do because he always doing it. Like at practice, you know, coach always yelling at him, put two hands on the ball. But if he catching them, you know, I ain't got a problem with him doing it. And um, like I said, Connor played a great game as well. You know, uh, we didn't have no turnovers, and that's good. You know, he just, like you say, he's uh, giving everybody, the playmakers, a chance. And that's what he was out there doing, making smart runs, pick up big first downs. You know, um, that's what we need out of a quarterback. So he was out there. We all had played a great game. We'll go front row on the right side to Cole and then Travis. Devon, we don't know if this is your last game or not, but if it is, for you to be able to be sworn by a bunch of 12th men rushing the field is the last thing that you will remember walking out. How special is that? Uh, that's very special. You know, um, like I say, I don't even know how many pictures I took on the way to the locker room. You know, just basically everybody rushing me. You know, um, you know, just a lot of love. You know, just a lot of, you know, everybody just enjoying the moment. You know, um, so like I say, you know, I love 12th man. You know, I'm happy that I can, you know, if this was my last game, I'm happy to, you know, leave with a great performance that I did. You know, um, so basically, you know, like I said, I decide sooner or later, you know, time is coming. And then what's the future say about Connor leading this offense? Um, he said a lot. You know, like you said, he's a freshman. He got a lot of years. So um, basically, you know, based off what he did this year, you know, you see his growth that he can become way better. You know, you always can learn and, you know, grow in certain certain um, aspects of, of your game. So basically, I just want to see, you know, next year how, like, the leadership, you know, the, the role that he took on as a freshman, you know, that was great of him. You know, so basically, I just want to see next year and what, what he has to bring. And then I know Jalen Preston's going to have a bowl, but are you going to have a bowl of cornflakes later? <laughs> no, nah, no cornflakes. We'll stay front row on the right side with Travis and then Alex. Uh, with um, how, how important was it to the offense to not only have you back, but also have Evan and, and Connor back all together? I think this is only the second time that y'all have all been together. Um, it was great. You know, like you said, you know, me and Evan, you know, we were talking. You know, I, I knew I was going to be able to come back, but I didn't know where he was, like, in his little situation or whatever. So I was always talking to him, you know, make sure he was locked in, you know, just, you know, just staying in his head, make sure that, you know, he was ready to play, you know. If he wasn't, you know, I would have still, you know, just, you know, basically just make sure he, his head was still in the game, obviously. And, you know, with Connor, like you said, he had an incident earlier in the year. So, but I'm just glad, you know, we all on the same page. You know, I always be able, everybody was healthy and to come and finish the last game for these seniors. Yeah, what what was your injury and, and what percentage would you put yourself at for this game? Um, I had a foot injury. I mean, I was I was I was I was 100. You know, it wasn't hurting as much. You know, but obviously, like when somebody like twisted my ankle, or, like fell on it, so I also I, I felt it a little bit. You know, I started to, have to take like a play or two off. You know, just cool cool down the aching that it was doing. And then finally, uh, with the girls' two SEC wins, uh, Damani had a big scoop and scored touchdown in both. What is it about him that he seems to find himself in those positions to make those plays when y'all need him? Um, you know, like I said, like the defense um, as a group, as a unit, you know, because if Coop ain't making fumble, you know, Damani would be there and make that play. Or if when he was in Arkansas, Rick ain't catch the, um, fumble, like the fumble, he would make the play. So like I said, that defense as a unit, you know, like they all, they all play together. You know, basically like Damani as a senior, and like I said, you know, we was out there trying to get him, like, the best game that he had. You know, this is the last game at Caulfield. So, basically, just, you know, him out there enjoying the moment, having fun. You know, that's, that's what you want to see. We'll go second row on the left side to Alex and then wrap it up with Daryl. You know, Devon, given everything that's happened this year, just the dis disappointments that you've had uh, and, you know, knowing that this was it, what, what did the win tonight just really mean to you guys? Um, you know, it, it just showed – like what, what 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 type of team we could be in the future? You know, basically just you know showing that you know we if we come to play the type of team we can be, 
you know, basically just saying, just showing like the, and everybody, you know, it, no, like you said, this it wasn't a season that we wanted, but to come out and play against a top five team on your last game is awesome. You know, we came out to win. So basically just showing what the future can be of Texas and We'll go back behind the lights on the left side to Daryl. Devon, you answered my question with the reply to Alex, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you, Devon. What did it mean to run for so many yards tonight and just get that push? I mean, it felt good, it, uh, especially us just coming together uh, this week as the offensive line, just the offense in total. Um, it just felt really good, you know, to get the ball moving and know that uh, the run is working. And, you know, we pride ourselves on that, moving uh, moving the front. Uh, so, you know, sometimes we didn't do it, and then we got back on it, then we did it again. Uh, it was just growth in the process, and you see what this team could give furthermore in the future. We'll go front row on the right side to Cole and then Travis. Lady, you guys didn't allow a sack tonight, and especially with this young core of guys like Cam and Mark and mm-hmm. and Trey still learning. What does that say about their maturity? Oh, it says a lot. Um, you, they're growing every every week, every day, every practice that we have. They're growing. They're taking all them reps uh, mentally, and they're and they're improving off of it. And that's uh, just the best thing ever, you know. And I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't even know that until you just told me. Um, so that just shows what happens when you just focus and x out everything around you how you could dominate uh, a front in the trenches. And then with, uh, with all the experience that they're going to have going to next year, plus Connor under center, how, mm-hmm. how does that benefit Texas a and moving forward? Oh, a lot. Uh, because, you know, the more years a line has together, the better they are together. And, you know, that's proven from past lines that we have, even at other schools. So this and, is big. And then for you and your future, with your time here or wherever happens next, what, what goes into that? And what, what when do you think that you'll potentially know your what happens? You know, I don't know. I'm just – Praying on it, talk to coaches, talk to my family, and then we'll go on from there. We'll stay front row on the right side to Travis and then Mark. Yeah, for, for Jimbo's system to, to work well, how important is it to have short yardage, third down uh, situations, and, and what made y'all so, so successful in, in, in getting those situations tonight? It's very important because, you know, Coach Fisher always says a good – it always starts off with a first down, a good first down, a good second down, and that leads to a good third down, you know, because all them two downs play a factor in that third down to you making it. Uh, so I feel like we did that well tonight. Uh, we just didn't pay attention to the scoreboard. We didn't pay attention to anything else. All we did was just focus on our job and our assignment. We got it done. We'll go third row on the left side to Mark. Layton, you guys ran a lot of stretch plays, a lot of off-tackle tonight. Was there mm-hmm. something on film that you saw that made you guys think that you had something there? We just wanted to run the ball. Um, that's that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to get back to the roots. We wanted to run the ball and move the front because guess what? That sets up the pass. Um, and, and that's one of the things that we just wanted to do. We just wanted to get it moving. You know, we have ran those plays previously, and we just had to execute it. And tonight we executed it. We'll go back behind the lights on the left side to Daryl. Layton, how big was this win for you guys after the things that you've been through this year and the, the tough times and having to answer some really tough questions? Oh, wow. Uh, man, first of all, I just want to say God is good. You know, um, God, God is really good. He is great. Um, his power is amazing. What uh, it could do, just keep believing and having faith in the process and um, taking it week by week, even though you're uh, losing and um, just keeping that faith and just keeping going every single day. It's just amazing what you could pull out if you just keep grinding and keep having that grit to gut it out every day and handle your business. We'll go fourth row on the left side. Yeah, you talked about um, execution this week. What do you think was it this week that allowed y'all to execute where you haven't been able to this season? Just to put it out there all on the line. Um, 
that's that's what I could say for that. Uh, our mindset was just practice hard, um, and that's what we did. Practice was very competitive this week, and we just said, hey, lay it out on the line. You know, people always say the teams that have the most, most – that has nothing to lose is the most dangerous. So I feel like we was in that situation, and we took it as an opportunity. And then we took that opportunity, and we capitalized on it, and I'm just happy we did because this university has big things coming. We'll go back behind the lights on the right side. <laughs> Layton, we've seen you guys come out in the first half and play hard and score points mm -hmm. and then kind of fold in the second half and give up a lot. What do you feel the difference was tonight between, you know, tonight's game and prior games? Our, it was just it was just focusing, you know, not worrying about too much. Uh, focus on your assignment. Uh, see, a, uh, see a little, see a lot. See a lot, see nothing is what Coach Fisher always says. And that's a very important thing. Because when you're paying attention to all this stuff, you lose the main focus. But when you're paying attention to your assignment and what you have to be paying attention to, guess what? Sky's the limit for you and your team. All right, it looks like that's it. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Damani, what was your perspective of the, the scoop and score? And uh, how much did you, going back even to the Arkansas game, how much did you think that that could be the, the turning point? Um, so I had I'm my man with a tight end. And um, he looped around, and I looped around with him. And um, I seen, like, two Coop tackle him, and I seen a ball on the ground. And when the ball's on the ground and it's in my hands, I got to go score. So that's what I did. What did it mean to you to, to kind of book in the season with those those plays and be such a huge factor in uh, the two wins? Um, it means a lot. Um, just It just shows that this team has fight in them, um, that we don't give up no matter the like, circumstance. Um, but yeah, it just shows that we like we will fight no matter what. And like I said, like no matter what, we just keep fighting, and no matter circumstance. But yeah, we'll go third row on the left side tomorrow. Damani, it would have been real easy for you guys to just you know call this a night and end the season, but you came out and basically physically took it to these guys. How important was this game for you personally as a senior, but the team as a whole to go into the offseason on a high note? Um, I feel like it was more important for the team. Um, it shows that like this team doesn't give up. Um, like I said, like many people, many people like fans, um, everyone thought we were done just because we lost a couple games. Um, but it just shows that this team has a fight. And for me personally, um, it just shows that I guess that um, I don't know. But it's more of like a team thing. Um, I'm not worried about myself right now. It's just mainly like about the team. We'll go fifth row on the left side to Sam. Damani, how does how does this night and this game leave you feeling about the season as a whole? Because you saw what you guys look like when you could put it all together. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I know there's some frustration because you guys weren't able to do it throughout the whole season. So kind of how does how does tonight with the whole season in context leave you feeling? Um, yeah, it's kind of frustrating because I, after we won this game, I was like, we could have been doing this all season. We got the talent, um, got the coaching. Um, so... You just gotta put it, put it all together and execute on like all cylinders, but um, yeah, just mainly frustrated because um, we could have been doing this all season. We'll go front row on the right side to Cole and then Naomi. Damani, for you just to be able to leave the field with thirty thousand fans flocking in as one of the lasting memories at Kyle Field, what, what does that mean to you? Um, it means a lot. The twelfth man, one of the reasons I came here. Um, they're the best fans in the nation. Um, I love them, but yeah, it just I'm just glad that. I'm, I got to be a part of Texas A&M, and um, I'm glad we won it that way. Um, the season didn't the, the season didn't like go the way we wanted it to, but it ended the way it ended the way we wanted it to.
And then for you, just personally looking at this program as a whole with young players on offense and several on defense, what does the future entail for Texas A&M? Um, it, just, it entails like a lot of talent. Um, they have a lot of upside, um, a lot of DBs, Bryce Anderson, Jacoby Matthews, Jerry Kerr. Um, so they're A&M is really, in really good hands with Connor Wigman, Evan Stewart. It's a lot of talent everywhere. So um, Texas A&M is definitely in good hands. We'll go front row on the left side to Naomi. Hey, Damani. With that turnover and the scoop and score, how do you feel like that helped the offense when, you know, they were kind of in that slump? Um, like Just like Arkansas, I feel like it helped us get momentum on both sides. Um, they, they was doing good in the first half, but then, like, second half they came out. Um, they got three and out, whatever. But then, like, after – I feel like after that fumble, it just helped them with momentum, helped the fans get into it. And it just – when, like, you get a momentum sw swing like that, it just, like, helps, like, the overall, like, game. We'll go back behind the lights on the left side to Daryl. Damani, you're in the locker room, and you know what the talk is all about. And there's a lot of fans and people that are so concerned about the transfer portal. Is that something that they need to worry about? Or is this a team that's ready to say, you know what, 2022 wasn't all that great, but we're going to stick together and we're going to pull out 2023? Um, yeah, definitely. I feel like 2023 just um, is Texas A&M turn. Um, you see the freshmen, they got a lot of upside, like I said. Um, so no one's talking about transfer portal. Uh, I feel like people don't, shouldn't worry about that. Um, so I feel like it's uh, you see what we did. If we play together, um, they know we got the coaches, we got the players. Um, so we just got to put it together, to put, it, put it together, and they just got to go out there and, and um, execute um, next year, and they'll be, they, we'll be in good hands next year, like I said. All right, that's it. Thank you. Antonio, when you look back at this season, especially to where you were following that Arkansas game to now, do you consider it a lost season or do you consider it just a growing point for next season? I for sure see it, um, see it as a growing point. You know, um, we had a lot of freshmen that came in this year and played and played in big roles and had to step up when we needed them to. And, um, when you play with a lot of freshmen, you know, there's going to be some hiccups down the road. And I feel like throughout throughout all of the hectic and the chaos of the season. Uh, I feel like we grew as a team. We grew individually, and uh, right, we just gave a glimpse of what next year can be. Honestly, does that give you confidence in this program moving forward? With how many freshmen got to see significant reps, especially in conference play? Yeah, um, for sure. Um, like I said, a lot of freshmen came and played early, and um, you know that transition isn't easy. You know, um, come in, play, and be expected to make big plays. It's a lot of pressure. But uh, I feel like our freshmen did a great job of being poised in situations and just letting the game come to them. And as the season went on, they grew uh, mentally and physically, just learning the game of college football and the speed and the tempo of everything and the physicality. And I feel like the freshmen this year did uh, a remarkable job of just being able out there and be, you know, accountable for the team. And, you know, that's what we needed from them. And then for you specifically, you have the opportunity to potentially go pro. What goes into that decision, and do you have kind of a timetable when you think you'll announce it? Um, honestly, you know, just take the time, you know, um, celebrate my boys and, you know, talk to my family and see what's the best decision for me, and we go for it from there. There's no time point, no time step on it. We'll go third row on the left to Mark and then Travis. AJ, the last three games since you came back, you have played – Remarkable football. You had 10 tackles tonight. Um, how important was it for you to finish, have this closing kick where you really showed what you're capable of doing when you're healthy? Um, with me missing, was it three, three, four games? Um, I was out almost like a month. And it, 
each game it hurt me not to be out there with my boys and, you know, be able to showcase my talents and just, you know, play my role in the defense. So when I came back, I, I feel like I had to make up for the time that I was gone for my for my teammates. And I, feel, I wanted everybody to feel me while I was on the field, you know, and I feel like I did a good job of um, just making my – my presence be known while I'm on the field. And that's how I go out. I attack every game. Just try to make my presence known. Man, you know, I just gave it my all. You know, it wasn't really much. You know, we just came. The season wasn't going the way we needed it to. We just needed a spark. And I feel like I could. I wanted to be that spark for the defense when, when I came back. We'll go from row on the right side to Travis. I know you had a lot of good things to say about Damani after he uh, returned that touchdown at the Arkansas game. A lot, a lot of the same feelings in, in this game. Yeah, he's just a playmaker. I told him he's lucky. He always around the ball, on the ball on the ground. Um, but no, Demise is a, a great athlete, a great teammate, a great leader. And when your leader on the defense is playing ball like that, like you have to rally behind it. You make it makes you want to take your game to the next level. And he that was a key point in the game for us. You know, like he said earlier, offense wasn't really came out the second half. It was kind of sluggish. You know what I'm saying? And we needed – we had – I think they went down the score right away. So, we needed, like, some momentum. And that uh, the fumble recovery touchdown gave us the momentum on both sides, and we was rolling from there. We'll go back behind the lights on the right side to Ben. Hey, Antonio. Uh, just what do you feel like it meant for you guys as a team to be able to give – the fans this kind of win uh, to cap off the year? I know they've shown up in huge numbers throughout the course of the year. Um, one thing about our fans, good, bad, they showed up the whole season. And, you know, when, when your fan base is that loyal to you, you know, you, you want to give them everything that you can. And I feel like this win was very special for just not for the team, but for every Aggie in the country, in the world. And um, we just want to give, you know, finish the season strong and give everybody a good win so it could roll over to next year. You know, the season go how we won it. We didn't make a bowl game this year, but we we uh, ended with a bang, with a big win, and a big upset, um, the number five team in the country. And it just gave a glimpse of what next year could be. Anything else? All right, thank you. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.